Hello and welcome to this episode of the 99p Gen Z podcast. I have with me today uh, Miss Lydia Ward. Hello. And Mr. Connor Cook. Hello. And today we are doing our first sort of revisited episode. We are going to be revisiting the uh, Digital Detox, the first episode they did what feels like years ago, um, well before <laughs> I was around. Um, and we're going to be revisiting it today. Um, I guess the first thing to get into is what is a Digital Detox? Um, I mean, they should know if they watched it. Well, they watched it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I mean, listen to it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can go back and listen to the first one. Um, We'll try not to retread any ground here. Um, So, yeah, straight into it. Lydia, what would you say a digital detox is to you? So, I would say it's when you refrain from using any sort of digital technologies or devices for a period of time. Perfect. I mean, you can't really describe it better than that. Um, (laughs) It's it's, it's, it's interesting... Um, because I think everyone has a different viewpoint on this. There's a massive scale and sort of spectrum of people that use technology every five minutes to, you know, once a day to people that try and avoid technology entirely. Yeah, I mean, I have a stat here that says the average person checks their phone around 200 times a day, which is actually once every six and a half minutes, just which, to put it into perspective. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's scary but true. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the first thing to do, I guess, is go around and see, um, so I'll start with Connor. Connor, what do you say your, your views on your use of technology are? You know, do you think you use it a reasonable amount, too much, too little? How do you um, use it and why? I think generally everybody uses it to an excess. Like we use technology an awful lot these days. Like you wake up in the morning, check the phone for the time. Yeah. When you do that, you obviously see notifications that you're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram straight away. You know, probably go to the bathroom, do your jobs, check your phone again, using it in the car to get to work. Then you literally sat at a desk on a laptop all day. So we do use it a lot. And that is why I think I'm generally against the idea of a detox. Okay. I don't think they work. Okay. Lydia, how would you, well, how, how do you use technology? How often do you use it? Do you think it's too much, too little? Um, what's your... What's your usage of technology like? So I actually did a check before this podcast and I spend around two hours a day on my phone. Um, mm. Some of it's... <laughs> I'd say more than that. No, honestly, really? two hours and 13 minutes average. So I was quite happy with that. And I mean, that's, that sort of encompasses emails, social media, music, um, a bit of everything. So I was quite happy with that. I wouldn't say I use my phone that much anymore. I used to use it a lot more when I was in school and things and we were all on chatting on social media, but now I don't do that as much. Um, so yeah, I feel quite happy with that, but still I feel like there's room to, um, you know, reduce my consumption. Yeah. You also consider that's a 12th of your day. Yeah, I know. You know, eventually that adds up to being what less than a 12th of your life but a significant point of your life is based on your phone uh i think my opinion on it i use technology all the time yeah i'd I'd like to not use it as much but a lot of my hobbies revolve around technology if it's you know video editing anything i do at work i'm always on my laptop or using my phone for the social media accounts or i am constantly plugged into something and like recently one of the best things i did was i bought a watch (laughs) <laughs> and now instead of every morning going on my phone to check the time every you know, 10 minutes or so when I'm getting ready, I check my watch and it saves me from taking my phone out and, you know, ended up getting distracted. Um, yeah. But it is really difficult because I, I mean, I'd like to count it one day, but my phone is constantly going off. Was um, that an issue of discipline though? Uh, yeah, going but I think, back to getting distracted because I can flick out my phone and check it. I'm not going to get sucked into all my apps. I can just check the time and go. 
yeah, but it but does happen where you'll unlock your phone, you on Instagram and you start scrolling. Like yeah. Everyone is constantly Yeah, you distracted. get one notification and then there you are, you've spent half an hour on Instagram yeah. and, you know, you've just lost half an hour because yeah, I'm sure that wasn't useful what you were doing, just having to scroll through. Arguably, though, is it needed to have this, like, break in between work? Because what happens if you're just working and you're in a bit of a rut and you just keep working and you end up being a bit of a burnout? I, yeah, go on. Uh, um, <laughs> so, for me... I've always thought about this and I thought about it a lot recently with my use of technology. It's important to me to feel productive. Um, I really, I'm very like focused on my life trying to make things as efficient as possible. If it's, you know, like on the weekend, making sure they get a good balance of life or make sure that I'm always doing something with what you were saying about a sort of break from work. Um, it depends for me. So a break from work for some people is, you know, sitting on social media, a break from work to me is stepping outside of work and, if it's walking to the shops, if it's, you know, it's doing something that changes your environment. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I've started doing that a lot more now. So at lunch, I'd sort of sit on my phone, look through a bit of social media, a bit of the news, um, just whilst eating my lunch. And I feel like you're, you've not had a change of scenery. You've not broken out of that, like, digital environment. And then you're back on your laptop and you're back looking at screens. So I've started now to go out at lunch, have a little walk around the park, just really clear my head and think about other things instead of going on my phone or, yeah. you know, looking at a screen because it just really helps. And I feel so refreshed when I come back to my desk to, you know, work in the it afternoon. It does have a lot of, like, mental benefits, I guess, to oh, have yeah. less time because, you know, social media and all that has a lot of um, connections with mental health. So like you've got, yeah. like stress and anxiety and depressions the obvious ones but do you ever think about the physiological sort of changes like the stress on your eyes yeah i think um the the stress in the eyes always sort of worries me because i'm always thinking like you know when i when i get old i've spent so much time looking at screens yeah mm. well it's the blue light yeah so i went for an eye test on the weekend and they had two lenses and you could you were given like a laser pointer that only shone uh like blue light yeah and you shine it on one and the the blue light went through and then you shine on the other one which is like these special anti-blue light lenses and nothing went through so i'm considering because i don't need glasses but i'm considering just getting blue light filtered glasses yeah and i know uh, a few people that have ended up using them and like for me i have a blue light filter on my phone mm. yeah so it makes yeah. it less harsh i can't do it on my laptop because i need it for like you know if it's color grading or something, yeah you need the the actual color of the laptop on my phone like um i have a filter over yeah over the screen um and i, I think it maybe helps i think especially like trying to get to sleep mm. i think it can keep yeah, you awake yeah that's a big thing and but i'm really i'm really bad for that mm. like you, you know, guys have trouble getting to sleep oh yeah yeah do you always, think it's linked to tech um half and half i've always been a sort of night person but yeah i do find myself a lot of the time at like midnight finding being like oh i've got to do this and this and this and how like, do you get to sleep then because Ironically, I end up watching YouTube videos uh, yeah, until yeah. I pass out. Apparently, <laughs> podcasts and just hope for the best. Apparently, one in four people spend more time online than they do asleep. Jeez, I know that's that's scary. Yeah, um, I, I, something else I've written down here to ask you guys is: Do you think technology is a um, something that increases your productivity, or do you think it's something that distracts you, or does it do both? Mm, that's an interesting one. I feel like it depends which way you look at that because obviously I probably wouldn't be able to do my job without a laptop. So, yeah. you know, I work in digital. I need a laptop. I need all these resources to help me do my job. But then the phone and all my social things doesn't really help me achieve much, really. Um, 
but then it's almost like I go on social media at the end of the day, just have a break. And yes, I know it's a digital thing, but it's still, for me, it's a bit of a break outside of work and I get to, you know, change, um, like have a different... Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're trying to say. I think it is about, it's about a change of atmosphere a lot of the time. And um, I, I completely get what you're saying. It, it is a massive part of our jobs, all three of us being in the sort of digital world constantly. Um, That's what I mean, though. You can, I don't feel like you can get a full digital detox these days. Yeah. Really, because it is so integrated into yeah, what Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, we've a lot of us have grown up with digital technologies. I mean, I had a phone at the age of 13, but now it's even younger, you know, and we've grown up with these. So we're inclined to use them and we do. And that's why they're so integrated into our lives and our. Well, that's an interesting thing, actually. Who came up with the idea of digital detox? Was it somebody who was part of a generation that didn't have that much technology? So when Mm. they look at us and we're always looking at our phones, they're like, oh, you know, you miss it, you're missing out on life. So. I would say yeah. detoxes in general are... as a fad. Well, they're an interesting concept because um, it's always a sort of like detox to retox thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Where it's like you detox for three like days <laughs> on nothing and then you're back at it and you know, oh, I've missed this or whatever. And it's, yeah. it's I always think this about, um, and it links to physical health as well when you think about dieting. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, the worst way to diet is say, I'm not going to eat these things for two weeks' time because then you have that pressure. Straight back on it. Yeah, whereas if you say, the same with digital, you say, I'm going to cut back elements of my life. Yeah, doing it slowly. Yeah, exactly. Taking baby steps is the key. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, Yeah, because it's really important. I mean, one of the first, first things we do when we're out and about or wherever we might be we document it on social yeah. media why do we do that like is it satisfaction of likes and comments and people can see what we're doing you know it's asking yourself why do you actually do that i think is really important yeah i think i i got to a sort of interesting point in life where i used to um use instagram quite a lot for like my, my personal account and mm-hmm. I, I got to a point where I, I deleted my personal account i made a new one and all i'd upload to there is photography stuff and it was mm-hmm. more of like a portfolio thing and um I still follow like my friends and people I know, but I try to separate my life from my uh, sort of social media presence. Mm. So I try, I don't really share where I am or anything. Yeah. Like, um, Does that have negative effects? I think it's had a positive effect on me because I, I was but in your friendship group though. Do no. they feel you're less connected? No. Um, I, cause I, I still contact my friends. Like I still talk to them as much as I would over. Or carry media. a pigeon. Yeah, I would carry a pigeon and smoke signal or something. <laughs> yeah. But like, overall, I try and avoid getting somewhere and the first thing you do is take a picture or take a video. Yeah. Because I always just think, you know, you go to a concert, everyone films the whole thing, and I always just think, there is, this footage already exists. There is a thousand other people. Are you really going to rewatch you going, woo? Yeah, yeah exactly. but that's the thing. Are you taking that video for everybody else to see? I mean, you're at the concert. You're there to see yeah. that person perform. Yeah. Why are you sharing it with everybody well, where else? Where does that pressure come from, though? Exactly. It's like chicken or the egg. Yeah. It's, well, it is the, the power of influence yeah. and influences, not just you know, the influences that we're talking about with a big following here. But if you look at when you're in sort of high school or college, um, the, or I mean, any in the workplace, anything, people are always judging people off their social media. So I feel like everyone feels this power of um, outside judgment and outside this sort of like voyeurism of people looking in and saying, what's this person doing? What are they like? Mm. And people feel the need to, 
to share everything they do and be like you know it's a it's a popularity contest and yeah definitely interesting to me that things like spotify have a function for you to share your music on your instagram Mm, i know i always look at that and think who cares who cares what i'm listening to like it's Mm. the music i'm listening to and yeah and it makes it so difficult to detox when people get so interconnected to sharing every moment of their life yeah um I'll throw him under the bus here. My brother is a very interesting case of this. <laughs> so my younger brother, um, I hope he's not listening. If you are, hello. Um, <laughs> he's he's the most addicted person to his phone I've ever met. How, he, how long do you reckon he's on his phone for? And how old is he? He is 17 and he probably spends, I'd say, four hours a day on his phone. Easy. So I don't even think that's that bad. <laughs> well, I, yeah, maybe, maybe more. I don't know, but... Um, then you know what? Actually, maybe it is more because he's constantly messaging people and updating things. But and I think like, uh, this is what I mean. This, I mean, sorry to cut you off, but like, no, it's it's part of like uh, discipline. Yeah. Like, if if you have free time, you will find yourself going on your phone doing stupid stuff, like just wasting time on Instagram. Yeah. But if you're busy, then you won't have time. To that's do that. the thing. Yeah. I think that's really important. But it is so difficult as a human to be disciplined. Like, it, even if you're saying, you know, it's about free time to if you use that free time to then go on your phone. I'll find points in the day when I'm busy and I'm still checking my phone. Like mm. humans are so good at making excuses without realizing it. Yeah. And that's why digital detox becomes so difficult is because you start making excuses. It's like when you go on a diet and say, I'm gonna have a cheat day or mm. I've been good all week. Like, it's like, you know, oh, I could have this chocolate here. I'm not gonna eat dinner tonight. Or mm. there's always an excuse, there's always a reason. And digital detoxing becomes so difficult when it's oh, I have to go on, you know, my phone to do this. So I have to do this. And um, it, yeah, it, it's because it's so ingrained in your life that there's the fear of not having technology. I don't know how I'd get to work without technology. I bought my train ticket on my phone, and, you know. Yeah, the the oldie way. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's a big change. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've got a list of six signs that you need to do a digital detox. Oh, go on then. Go on. So um, you won't leave the house without your phone. Yeah. That, that's, that scares that? me though because this happened the other day the other <laughs> yeah. week yeah so i usually take my phone with me everywhere just in case of an emergency yeah. whether i or somebody else needs it but i went to the bathroom <laughs> at work and oh, this is getting brought i don't know what happened the the lock broke so i was trapped inside the toilet and it's behind two doors down a corridor that people don't usually go down and i didn't have my phone oh no i was like shouting out the window for help i was banging on the wall i was in there 15 minutes <laughs> Hello, if, if you had your phone, phone you could phone a friend yeah. hello gen z uh co co-host uh jess yeah walked past you and didn't realize and, uh, <laughs> yeah left, i yeah. shouted out the window at jess and she got in a car and drove away so i, was, <laughs> I got quite panicky actually it was really <laughs> scary you your phone. Yeah. um okay so, the, so, they, <laughs> so the next reason is you feel compelled to check your phone constantly for no particular reason yeah I feel like a lot of us do that. On that, have you heard of the um, phantom ringing syndrome? No. So phantom ringing syndrome is the idea that you feel your phone vibrate when it doesn't vibrate. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Why is my phone doing that? And you will check your phone and go, oh, there's nothing there. Um, It's because you get so used to that. Yeah. You know, your your muscle in your leg feeling that vibration that it starts to reproduce that vibration in your mind. Like it Mm -hmm. connects that dot of your leg moving to going, oh, my phone's going off. Do you think we like that? Because it's like, oh, I'm important. Somebody's ringing me. So like your body kind of mimics it to get that same sort of... Yeah, maybe. There is that satisfaction of, you know, you see like an app like Snapchat or Instagram go off and you have that. Yeah, Yeah, but even on that, I mean, I sit at my desk, my phone's out of the way, but then 
occasionally I'll go and click it just to check the time but I have a watch so and, and the time's on my screen but I'll yeah. still go to my phone to it's check the time yeah it's, it's like that, well, it's also that exclusive yeah check my phone yeah oh, yeah God, sorry, continue we keep going you up no no it's fine it's a good uh, discussion good um, so the next one is you eat with your phone on the table I don't I don't my, think that's that bad uh, well whenever I eat with my family we're quite strict at like yeah what about if you eat on your own not gonna lie, if I <laughs> so I've been eating really late recently because I'll um, so so football season's back on for those that don't know. Oh, so I'll be footy. at football till late, and I'll get home. And I tend to eat dinner at like nine o'clock at the minute. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll be watching someone on my phone, or yeah. I'll, have, I'll be reading an article or something whilst eating dinner. So. See, yeah. when, I've, when I've been laying the flat, I sit at the table and just eat with like nothing on. I just eat, not even music. No, I just eat. It's like a bit of a psychopath scene. But, yes. but it's, weird that, it's weird that you're saying that seems bizarre to you. Where that, it's but like, that's the norm. Yeah. But you used to be the norm, and now you're yeah. getting me like I'm some sort of weirdo. Yeah, it's not mine. So maybe you guys need a digital detox. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next one is um, you need a digital detox if you feel anxious or depressed after using social media. I don't get this. I don't I, get that. I, I think... Um, the pressure is definitely on women more than it is men yeah. men are still impacted by it definitely I would say that I sometimes do feel a bit sad after not sad but a bit almost empty you go on social media and you empty. see all these yeah you see all these like models yeah. and then you come off thinking a bit like meh you, sort of become, you compare yourself to those yeah, people exactly. yeah exactly and you know if you've not got but why do you compare yourself to those people I just think that's is that do you aspire to be them <sighs> Um, not necessarily. So why do you align yourself with them? That's a good point. I just feel like those are the people who I look at, you know, I follow these people and it's a bit like, um, they're nice to look at and they've got nice things. But then, yeah, when you sort of think, oh, my life's not as good as theirs or, um, it can, it can be quite, quite a, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, but then again, we were saying before, like, it's just the front. Yeah, it is. They might be very unhappy. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody put, posts all the positive things on social media, you know, and we don't see any of these influence. Well, some people do share a lot more yeah, aspects more of their um, emotions and well, etc. Something, something I learned though is you obviously you always have to ask why with mm. marketing. The question is always why. And for me, um, you have to realize that everyone on social media is very selective of what they share. Mm-hmm. They only share the highlights of their life. And if they're sharing the negative points of their life, or they're upset about something, there is always a why to why they're doing that, why mm. they're sharing on social media. And you think it's, you know, it might be for sympathy. It might be for yeah. relatability. There's, they're not sharing these aspects of their life. Um, because you're connected to their life because you, you know, you see them like someone you live with, but you see the trials and tribulations of their life. Yeah. You, they're sharing that to, to influence you. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, there's no such thing as like, you know, a selfless act. Yeah. If you yeah. go on that route, especially on social you're still media. posting it for that, you know, the kudos of online. Like, yeah. look at me, I'm sort yeah. of like a, what was it called? Lizzie mentioned it the other day. It was like people doing stuff to get like a uh, notice for doing it. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I don't know, an influencer, I guess. <laughs> no, no, it, it, anyway. Yeah, well, Basically we'll, getting a reaction. Like yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay. Would you guys say you switch off from... Wait, let, I don't think Lydia's finished a list. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, shall yeah. I carry on? I've got yeah, two yeah, more. I've got two more. <laughs> okay, so you need digital, digital, digital <laughs> detox if you obsess over sending a, or receiving a text message. Uh, I, what, it depends what you mean by obsess. I so, think. okay, I would say that 
a text message comes through, I'll read it and then I'll think of a reply straight away. I won't always reply, but I'll think about it and I'll be like, should I say it like this? Should I do that? Or it depends what type of message it is. Maybe it needs a quick reply. So I don't so, obsess, so, so but I'm... This. So if you receive a text, you don't respond straight away? It depends. It depends okay. what context And it depends is. if I've seen it straight away. You know, my phone might be in my bag and I've not seen it for a couple of hours or, you know. But like if, if it's something that's time sensitive or they're asking a question, I'll answer it and then yeah. that's it over. But conversations, yeah. don't know, I get bored of them on, on text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get, I get that where you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, Lydia, continue. Um, the last one is you often feel afraid of missing out. So that's that. FOMO. FOMO. Yeah, FOMO, the greatest. Uh, or FOMO. Gen Z play. <laughs> FOMO. Yeah. God, that's awful. Um, I, yeah, I think the fear of missing out does impact everyone. I think this is the big thing that's almost undeniable where mm. it's, it's like you were saying before, you feel that fear of missing out in every regard when it comes mm. to sort of influences where you feel like you're missing out on their lifestyle or the places yeah. they're going or, you know, and you're sat at home like on your phone in bed or whatever and people are doing these crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. The fear of missing out gets everyone, but I, I feel like for me it can be inspiring as a way because you think, I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, I'm depressed because, oh, it's a wrong word to use. I'm like, I'm looking at this thinking, oh, it's getting me down that I'm um, looking over people's brilliant mm. lives. You think, well, I could strive to something like that. I'm just mm. going to you know, keep, yeah. keep your head down and work hard. Don't yeah. keep your head hard. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think I think turning these things into a positive is a really important thing to be able to yeah. do. I mean, it is hard in this day and age, but I feel like it is important and it can be achieved. Yeah. Do you have a fear of missing out, Connor? Um... I don't know. Like, I do see, I follow quite a few like adventure accounts, I guess. Yeah. Where people go on adventures, I guess, and climb mountains. <laughs> I do see that. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I would want to do that. But then again, I'm like, I can't just go off and climb a mountain. But So I, I realize where I am. I'm not like, oh, I wish I was an influencer. Like, I don't know. I, I sort of, I know, you, I know who I am. Yeah. So you sort of, yeah. So that's, that's good that you can separate your your real life from the... Like it almost seems like a fancy because it's so picture perfect and it's like, you know, beautiful people climbing a mountain like, oh, look at us. Yeah. So like, it just feels a little, I don't know, unobtainable. It is, well, it is. Well, it is, it is obtainable. But I'm yeah. like, it's, it's sort I don't of know, like, I don't yeah. have the same sort of drive. Mm. Um, do you guys, do you guys switch off from technology at all? And if you do, how frequently, how do you switch off? What's your escape from technology? Um, don't know. I guess bed. <laughs> bed. Yeah, sleeping. Uh, sport, doing yeah. doing some exercise yeah. or something. But that's the thing. Like even at the gym, I'm still listening to music or listening yeah. to a podcast. So it's still you're still connected. Yeah. I was just thinking sport, but thinking I was at the gym last night on my phone. You, you even know, have like biometrics now, like your phone. Yeah. Or your watch, like records your heart rate, and people get obsessed over that. I would say the only time I am is probably when I'm swimming. Swimming. Yeah. Don't take your phone in the pool. Yeah. But you can now because they're waterproof. <laughs> yeah, There's no escape. <laughs> yeah, you can't escape them. What about you, Connor? Uh, what do I do to escape it? Yeah, and, and yeah. how do you escape it? Um, I guess I just put my phone away now because because we use um, you know a lot of social platforms. I get a yeah. lot of notifications about like how ads are doing and stuff. So that annoys me. So I just mute the notifications. That also has repercussions where my friends try and message me, but because mm. I've muted Facebook and Instagram, 
I don't yeah. get the little red dot. Yeah, so, you need to get the smoke signals involved. Yeah, <laughs> need to be checking out the window more. But yeah. um, yeah, I just I've muted a lot of my notifications, and usually the stuff people are messaging about isn't that important. Otherwise, yeah. I'd call. Mm. I think. Well, that's it as well. Like it's almost important to understand how people like to be contacted, especially in work. You know, is an email the best way? Is going up to them the best way? And yeah. you know that really helps in a way with the digital detox because you can get up and speak to somebody instead of just messaging them or sending an email yeah, yeah. i guess there's you can get confusion i guess if it's generational because i think if i send you like an emoji or like a, an abbreviation you're probably going to get that more than somebody's older yeah, yeah. there's that confusion it could lead to a problem or an issue or mm, definitely yeah it's, so it's, just talk to them maybe yeah it's interesting i think for me it's just football maybe exercise like mm. if, if i go for a run i'm listening to music so it's not really fully detoxing. Yeah. but if uh but that's what i mean though like where do you draw the line because music has always existed well not always but you know it's been around a lot longer than a blue screen yeah but it is about i think for me it's not um if you're listening to to live music it's getting away from that constant being plugged in almost yeah um and it is a nice feeling every so often like something i love about going to like the countryside sometimes is you do feel like you're living in a different world where instead of in the city where everyone's you know head down looking at the phone not paying attention mm, definitely you go to the countryside and it's it's but that's because you don't live in the countryside yeah but but like you, you live in the, a functioning world where you don't live <laughs> in a field that, that's that's my issue with the digital detox it feels like like you said like a fad or a holiday like you you're eventually going to go back to what you're doing you just need to adjust your behaviors yeah. more in mm. situ yeah and i think you know, doing things like, for me, it was buying a watch and, you know, not checking the time on my phone or there's a few other things recently where I've, I've started, like, reading more and stuff like that where yeah. you start trying to put your phone away and go, right, like, let's get rid of my phone. There's laptops in my bag. Like, it's all away from me. Yeah. Um, And sort of connect with the world outside you. And, like, you know, even... Even things like talking to strangers. Talking to strangers. As I don't know if we should be recommending that to people. <laughs> no, don't write. Like, it, but, but Within reason. Talking to strangers was such a normal thing. If you are yeah, buying something from you chat to them, you, you know, humans are built off communication. And um, communication has gone from talking to, you know, you go to the pub and you talk to, you end up talking to someone there. You or, see a lot more people in pubs now on their phones. Yeah. Yeah. And it will, because people are avoiding that yeah. human interaction. I've, and it's nice sometimes to, detach from that and just go i'm gonna sit down and have a talk put my phone away like me and uh me and my friend ben have a rule where we'll we'll go to the pub and uh like we break it sometimes but normally it's, your phone goes in your pocket and it stays there until the end of the night mm, i think that's important because um especially with the younger people it's said that 70 percent of 16 to 24 year olds say they prefer texting rather than talking that's in what it, yeah I know. but it's true isn't it you think there's a lot of time, like, someone will be upstairs and I'll literally WhatsApp them from upstairs, from downstairs to upstairs yeah. in the office because it's the easier option. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, and it does make detoxing hard. And it'll be interesting to see if anyone listens to this and decides to try and detox or change things. And please get in touch if, uh, if you do and tell us how it went. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we lead in some, some takeaways, some yeah. tips and takeaways? Definitely. Yeah. Let's do some for work and some for more general. Yeah. Okay. So, Lydia, do you want to start us off with a few sort of top tips for, not you know, a bit of detox and a bit of sort of uh, reducing your social media footprint or your digital footprint um, and give us some takeaways as well? So, yeah, I would just say, in terms of a personal one, maybe it would be a good idea to sort of write down a list of things 
like your favorite things outside of technology like you were saying before like going on walks and things like that um and you know reducing some of your time on social media and actually doing some of those more positive things and getting out and about and doing things that make you feel better um that would be what like a more of a personal one for me i like that yeah, yeah. yeah. i feel like because you've always got time and like you were saying before it's we make excuses to go on our phones and to, you know, be connected with this digital world. And most of the time we don't need to unless we're working or unless yeah. it's something really important. We don't need to. And I think that just doing that is a little simple change that could make you feel a lot better about yourself. Um, and then things um, that you could do in work to you know, try and detox a little bit would be potentially turn off your emails if you're working on a, um, you know, an urgent task because yeah. that little notification that pops up on the right hand side of your computer really does distract you and then you've lost focus for five minutes you're on something else and then you come back and you know you're less productive because you're distracted by that um another one would be you know if you're reviewing um copy or something maybe print it off and get, go away from your desk and actually read it on paper instead of staring at a screen to read it um and then yeah just like we said get out at lunch and take a walk take a break just get away from that screen some very important words there uh that's quite good actually i was just gonna say uh have a hard cut off with your phone after work like okay you know do your work obviously but at the end of the day it's you time yeah put away your phone it's like Lydia said yeah it's kind of time light some candles have a bubble bath yeah, do stuff you love yeah yeah you know just make time for the things you love like Lydia said that's a good thing. Have a hard cut off with uh, work and home time, I guess. Yeah, it's about balance. balance. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I think for me, the the most important thing is don't don't get caught in a cycle of you know if you're at home of getting home and checking your phone and spending your evenings watching Netflix and checking your phone, or if you're at work, it's you know checking your emails every five minutes or taking your lunch breaks at your desk because you don't want to step outside. Don't feel afraid to break that cycle and think as Lydia was saying one lunch walk to the park or mm -hmm. get outside and do something or if you're at home one evening decide I'm going to go for a run I'm going to mm -hmm. meet with my friends and go for a walk and leave my phone like in my pocket um, you don't have to disconnect completely but realise if you are in a cycle of using your phone perhaps more than you should or using a laptop or you know the TV everything links into it mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's nice to take your headphones out put them in your pocket walk around and like listen to the world or yeah, you know, like definitely. experience the world outside of technology and every so often that is a brilliant thing to do mm -hmm. i think we'll end it there um to a slightly longer one than we anticipated i think but i think it's good i feel like we went in to quite yeah. a few <laughs> i feel like we could really talk about this for hours and we might revisit it again it's such an important topic like um so Lydia and Colin, thank you very much for being here. Thank you You're for welcome. having us. Um, you can check us out on Instagram, 99pgenz. There's a lot of new content that will be going up there very soon. And also the website. Check out the website, yeah, uh, www.99pgenz.com. Um, there's, once again, loads of content there. There's more information about ourselves. You can put a face to their voice. And uh, yeah, go and check it out. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. And we will talk to you very soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye.